touch the fire and it freezes me I look into it and it's black Why can't I feel my skin should crack and peel I want the fire back Now through the smoke she calls to me To make my way across the flame To save the day Or maybe melt away I guess it's all the same So I will walk through the fire Cause where else can I turn? I will walk through the fire And let it... Welcome to episode 15 of the Discovering the Male Mysteries podcast. I'm your host, Mel Mystery. Today's episode will mostly be a review of the Between the Worlds gathering for queer pagan men that I attended last month from September 11th through 16th, 2017. Before I proceed with my review, I'd like to take a moment to share news and updates. I'd like to thank everyone who has sent positive energy in the hopes of getting at least a portion of my family property back. This means a great deal to me on a personal level, and to me it is also about carrying on my father's legacy and providing something tangible for my family, including my nieces, who make up the next generation. You can hear a more detailed explanation of my situation in episode 14, The Update Show. Needless to say, something is working. Whether it be your positive energy, the connection I've tried to maintain with the land and nature spirits there, or the assistance of the gods showing mercy and benevolence. The current owner has put the property up for sale after owning the property less than two years. I'm halfway there, but I've not yet been able to find the money to purchase the property back. I fear I may lose this opportunity, but it has given me the hope that the situation is reversible. I've tried to negotiate to purchase the one empty lot back uh, from the current owner. I could actually afford that, but the current owner has been stubborn about splitting the properties even though they are separate lots. I'm hoping if the land stays on the market for a while that she might be more open to negotiation for the second lot. Speaking of land purchases, many of you are aware that I've also been working towards starting an LGBTQ and pagan retreat center in Central Virginia. Since my last podcast, I've completed the business plan for this and come up with a website. I've mostly completed the initial research phase. I'm currently wrapping up loose ends in my current location and preparing myself for a move back to a more rural area where I can set up shop. I'm also looking for someone who might be interested in being a business partner and co-investor in this project. You can find out more at www.olympuscampgroundresort.com. That's www.olympuscampgr. Let's just say it's Olympus Campground Resort, all one word, dot com. Leave it at that <laughs> rather than me trying to spell it out. I recently presented a workshop on rites of passage at my local Pagan Pride Day celebration. I will also be presenting workshops and serving on panel discussions at MarsCon the weekend of January 12th to 14, 2018 in Williamsburg, Virginia. MarsCon is a science fiction and fantasy convention that I go to almost every year. This year's theme is werewolves, and the con has been very friendly to LGBTQ programming. I expect to present workshops related to LGBTQ werewolves and also to have the opportunity to plug my book, The Gay Guy's Guide to Werewolves and Other Man Beasts. You can find out more information about my book and find a link to 
purchase the book by visiting my website at www.melmystery.com. Lastly, I want to let everyone know about my local Pagan Men's Group's upcoming cabin retreat to be held the weekend of March 23rd to 25th, 2018 at First Landing State Park in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The theme of this year's retreat is Lost Boys and Neverlands, Creating Magical Connections in a Mundane World. Sub-themes include finding and connecting with your tribe, rediscovering the magic within, and achieving balance between your inner adult and your inner child. I think it's okay to announce our guest presenter at this time, though we are still working out the details. Our guest presenter will be Eric Eldritch of the DC Radical Fairies. We are looking forward to working with him to create a magical weekend for folks. Registration is now open and the cost is fairly affordable. You can find out more details by going onto my Olympus website and clicking the Events tab. You're looking for the Brotherhood by the Bog Pagan Men's Retreat. Again, the website is www.olympuscampgroundresort.com. Once I've got my campground started, many events, gatherings, and theme weekends will take place under the umbrella of the campground resort. For now, events will be taking place at various campgrounds, such as First Landing State Park. With so much going on, I realize that I need to cut back in some areas of my life so I don't burn out. If you listened to my last episode, The Updates Show, you probably picked up that I have a little bit too much going on in my life these days. I plan to continue this podcast, albeit intermittently, writing the next werewolf book, and working on my house and car. Working on the house is especially important if I plan to move somewhere rural to start the campground within the next few years, uh, as I'll probably be selling the house. Since I plan to move in the near future, I've decided to start cutting back on my local community involvements in anticipation of moving. At the same time, I will likely start focusing more on periodic events and gatherings that will help build an audience for the campground. It never stops. Do, Do you think I chose to be like this? Do you have any idea how lonely it is? How dangerous? I would love to be upstairs watching TV or gossiping about boys or God, even studying. But I have to save the world. Again. Many gay and bisexual men, dissatisfied with modern religions that struggle to accept and condone us, are hearing the call of the old gods, those gods and religions of antiquity that embraced us and recognized our inherent spirituality. While modern religions debate our worth as lovers, as priests, as sexual beings, the old gods and the old religions embraced us as sacred. We were their shamans, their priests, the intermediaries between the gods and mankind. Many of the gods themselves were homosexual, bisexual, or transgendered. These gods were untamed, vibrant, and sexual. Accept their call and their healing embrace. These are the Male Mysteries, and I'm your host, Mel Mystery. You're about to hear something that's going to relieve you. And shock you. I attended the Between the Worlds gathering for queer pagan men the week of September 11th through 16, 2017. Although I've known about this gathering for a long time, this was the first time I've actually attended. I attended a similar event called Kafnia in 2014 and 2015, and 
was a guest presenter at Kofnia in 2014. I was disappointed that Kofnia was canceled indefinitely as of 2016, and much of my reason for attending Between the Worlds this year was because Kofnia is no longer being held. You can listen to my review of Kofnia in episode 11 of this podcast. The gatherings were similar in a number of ways, but the energies were also somewhat different. Between the Worlds is a much larger and longer-running event. This year marked Between the Worlds' 16th gathering, and somewhere between 80 and 100 people attended. Kafnia was smaller, with about half that number, but that made it more intimate, and I felt a stronger connection to Kafnia and its organizers and attendees. Today's episode is on Between the Worlds, so I will try to avoid making too many comparisons between the two. Between the Worlds is held at a pagan campground in southern Ohio. I won't mention the name of the campground as I believe they are trying to keep the name of the campground a well-kept secret. I think this may have to do with the politically and religiously conservative nature of the surrounding area. The campground itself was very nice. It had a labyrinth, stone circle, fairy shrine, ancestor mound, and other such land features. The campground runs a coffee shop and provides meal plans to the Between the World community. The food was decent, and they also offered vegetarian options. The only real complaint I have about the campground itself is the lack of toilet facilities. Like many pagan campgrounds and gatherings, porta-potties were the only amenity for doing your business. I was happy, though, that the campground did have shower facilities with hot water. As a Virgo, who is also somewhat of a germaphobe, the availability of showers made the outdoor experience bearable. Between the Worlds is hosted by the Green Fairy Grove of Columbus, Ohio. Green Fairy Grove is a pagan brotherhood of queer men that provides a safe place for gay, bisexual, and transgender men to explore alternative spiritual beliefs and traditions. The Grove was founded in 1998. In addition to Green Fairy Grove, a group known as the Brotherhood of the Spectrum Blade provides security, health, safety, and counseling services at the gathering. Every year a different deity is chosen to be the patron for the gathering and each year offers different guest presenters. This year's patron deity was Agni, the Vedic and Hindu god of fire. Agni is represented as fire, lightning, and the sun. Keynote speaker for the event was Kirk Thomas, former Archdruid of the Druid organization ADF. Thomas was a delight. He brought his knowledge, experience, and wit to the gathering. In his keynote speech, he talked about fear and how we live in a culture of fear. He challenged folks to confront their fears and even provided an activity involving arrows at the end of his talk to allow folks to confront a fear. Because of the size of the gathering, the community has separated its camps into groups that reminded me of cabins at a summer camp. The most prominent of these groups is called BOOF. The name is an acronym for Brotherhood of Old Farts. This is the party camp for folks over 40. They are big on champagne. Booth also hosts an annual cocktail contest, and they were also the primary group involved in the production of the Between the Worlds Players annual play. (laughs) Well, you certainly came up with a bewitching drink. The second major camping group is called the Zoo. This is the place where those with animal totems or other animal associations camp. Apparently there was also a long-lost third camp that no longer exists at the gathering. The men attending Between the Worlds were of all ages, paths, body types, and varying degrees of masculinity and femininity. There was also some representation of folks of color and non-European ethnicity. That said, the major demographic for the gathering tended toward middle-aged and older white men of European descent. There were a large number of folks there that I would also consider bear types, though I don't know that that's how they personally identify. There were some folks who might have been furries, and there was at least one drag queen. Again, I don't want to make any assumptions about how folks identify. 
Some of the attendees were non-pagan partners and boyfriends of the pagan men in attendance. Rather than calling them mundanes or muggles, Between the Worlds has affectionately termed these non-pagans as Darewoods, a nod to Darren from Bewitched. Oh, Darewood, really? Mother! Activities included a no-talent show, a Dionysian ritual and party known as Comos, and the Between the Worlds players production of But Pirates of Zika Island. The play is alleged to be a lost work of Gilbert and Sullivan. The play was both a comedy and a tragedy of epic proportions. Keynote speaker Kirk Thomas was the star of the show in the role of the Pirate Queen. The story involved wayward pirate women, a cabin boy dressed like Jack Sparrow, a curse, mutant babies, a giant mosquito, and mutiny. Between the Worlds offered a wide variety of workshops. Topics included herbalism, sex magic, connecting with ancestors and deities, leather mask making, hula dancing, tarot, runes, and other divination practices, polyamory, meditation and daily practices, flying ointments, Norse seether oracles, fairy traditions, symbol and sigil design, and much more. Other activities and rituals included a fire-lit labyrinth walk, a midnight meeting at the fairy shrine, a rite of passage for gay elders, a pirate-themed ritual, fire divination, and a ritual to Hecate. Overall, my week was a very enjoyable experience. There were a handful of folks I knew from Kafnia, and I was also surprised that two of my friends from Virginia Beach decided to attend. I also made new friends. Everyone was friendly, and Between the Worlds encourages folks to leave the bar attitudes at home. The weather could have been better. It rained a lot that week as we received bands of rain that were the remnants of Hurricane Irma that hit Florida the weekend before. Before Between the Worlds, I also had the opportunity to visit two of my friends, Gwydion and Crystal, who live in Columbus, Ohio. They took me sightseeing and also introduced me to a pagan shop in Columbus called the Magical Druid. For more information on Between the Worlds, please visit www.betweentheworlds.org. This program is interrupted to bring you a sig alert from Serena. Traffic is heavy on the corner of Boyce and Hart due to an accident which is about to take place unless they straighten out.
Thanks for listening to this episode of my show. Before I leave you, I just want to let you know the topic of the next episode. I'm hoping this will be out sometime this coming winter. The next episode will be on pagan and magical superhero archetypes. I'll also try to find some information on LGBTQ superheroes to include in the show. Until next time. It's over. Thanks for listening to today's show. For additional information, including show notes and links to my bookstore and blog, please visit my website at www.melmystery.com. That's www.melmystery.com. If you have original poetry, music, or group or event to share, please let me know, and I'll consider featuring it on my website, blog, or in an upcoming podcast. I'm going to tell you another nice story about two naughty little children called Hansel and Gretel. (laughs) Yes, of course, I'm going to tell you the truth about Hansel and Gretel. Not any of those old falsehoods they've been spreading around for years. Are you comfortable? Yes. The book? Here we are. Let's see if we can find the story. Yes, here it is. Now. Once upon a time, a nice, kindly witch lived in a gingerbread house in the forest. She wasn't bothering anyone or causing any harm. You understand that, Tabitha? Well, unfortunately, one day, two nasty little hooligans called Hansel and Gretel found the gingerbread house. Well, without so much as a by your leave, the two little gluttons broke off her window ledge and ate it. Now, what do you think of that? (laughs) Well, naturally, the nice witch was concerned. I mean, who likes vandalism? 